Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Now, we want to talk about the plague of seagulls because they're actually holding a public meeting in Drada next week to deal with the birds, apparently causing huge issues there. Frank is with us on the line. Is plague too strong a word, Frank? Uh, certainly not. And a very good afternoon from uh, the heart of Drada here. Um, Andre, and uh, it's a big issue, a big, big problem. Uh, thousands of seagulls have been um, hoovered over Drogheda City for thousands of years, 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 and uh, very uh, little has been done uh, to address the, the, the issue. And uh, I have taken it up many times at council level, uh, but nothing has uh, really been done. Uh, people are t- some are terrified of, of seagulls. Uh, the dirty in the streets, rooftops. Uh, cars. You can imagine yourself mm-hmm. from the droppings, very unsightly, uh, and gulls can be very intimidating. And uh, uh, the, uh, only the other day, a man told me an ice cream was taken out of his hand uh, while uh, walking along the street. So uh, it, it's a big issue here in Drada, and, and uh, we have to address it. And, and uh, it's a matter for me, for me, I think, uh, for the minister um, for um, agriculture and marine and food to uh, do something about because it's a nationwide problem mm. and the reason of it is that they come in from they, they did come in from the sea there was a lot of food out there fishing that when the trawlers was out there all year round but they're, they're not doing they're not fishing like they did in the old days and uh, it's only maybe for two or three months or four months of the year that they're fishing so they're all inland and it's not their territory it's really out uh, out at sea they should be and uh, we've got to address this issue and the minister must act and come up with uh, a solution to the problem well, what is the solution though because every time we have this d- debate the same call uh, call for the call <laughs> will come I've no doubt from, from well, you or somebody today on the program uh, and we'll have reaction from from um you know b- bird activists that are utterly against the concept of culling mm. so what is mm. the solution then well, that's a matter for the government. That's a matter for the minister. It's not a matter for the people and for shoppers uh, that uh, feel, uh, um, uh, some of them feel uh, intimidated by these uh, huge big birds. And I mean, uh, I, I have no problem with birds. I love wildlife. I love bird life. And uh, um, it would be great if, if something can be done to get them out of the town. Uh, uh, people are talking about culling them. Uh, uh, other people have spiked the, the premises, uh, the, the rooftops of the premises. Some people have put nets over the premises. And uh, so uh, uh, people have tried lots of things, even the rooftops. It, it's not only in, in the t- centre of the town is the problem and, and the dirt of the streets and the alleyways and, and all that comes with it. The health issue, uh, it, 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 it's a, it is a major problem. And, and the government has to act and the minister has to act on it. It's a, not an easy one, but they are very angry at this time of the year and threatening and very noisy because it's the bre- breeding season. So uh, seagulls in, in Drada are a nuisance as far as okay. I'm concerned well, and uh, very, very noisy and very, very dangerous. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they've been known to attack people as well. Michelle Hall is on the line as well. Michelle is the, the mayor of Drada. Is it like Has the situation got worse so, Michelle? Hi, Andrea, and just to just slightly correct you there, I was the mayor up until Monday and we have a new mayor, Drogheda, uh, Councillor Eileen Tully. Okay. So I'm just back on the council, uh, just as a normal councillor. But uh, thank you for having me on. And uh, yeah, look, at there, 
outside of Dublin, we do have the largest number of seagulls nesting in an urban area in Drogheda, but there's in around 250 nests, I think, um, is kind of around the correct figure since uh, the urban gull survey was done, I think, in 2021. Um, So I haven't received any personal complaints about it myself, I have to say. Um, It is an ongoing issue in the area. Um, I know even my own parents' house have have gulls, and at this time of the year when they have baby gulls falling from roofs and stuff, they the gulls get very protective um, and they do, uh, can attack, you know, but it's something that I know my parents have just kind of, uh, you know, they coexist with them um, and a lot of people do, but... Just get on, issues, get on with it. Yeah, yeah, there is a certain amount of just getting on with it. It is, we are, you know, there's the river going through the town. We are close to the coast. Um, we do have coastal birds. Um, I live not far from Clarehead and there is a lot of coastal gulls there at the harbour as well. So, you know, it, we have a balance of both. Um, I think one of the issues, I suppose, in Drogheda is uh, littering. So one of the ongoing issues is people littering on the streets. We have a lot of fast food outlets and uh, people may put their food into the um, into the bins, but maybe they're quite full and the seagulls are able to get it out and we have got seagulls all over the place. So there's a lot of human activities that's actually compounding the difficulty okay. with the gulls as well. So you sound like you would be against any idea then? Or are you against the concept of culling then? Oh, yeah, well, there, there are moderate risks, so we can't, I don't think we can cull when there's a conservation order yeah. on the gold. So yeah. that's not something that would be um, appropriate at all at this time. Well, I think there's more other measures that we can be doing from human activity point of view, you know, bringing our rubbish home with us and, you know, that we just be conscious at this time of the year that gulls are nesting and they're protecting their young. Um, but I haven't heard of too many people being attacked on the kind of on the main streets. I know more uh, around personal housing estates. Um, and from reading the Gulf survey and uh, looking at recommendations, the spikes and uh, netting and all that doesn't really seem to be effective at deterring gulls. Mm. The one thing that did seem to be, uh, according to the report, was um, like a kite flying um you know, seagull or bird on your roof and that seems to deter them more so than okay. any other well, form what's, of deterrent. Well, what about that, Frank? Maybe, you know, it's, it's human activities, the problem. Michelle, can, it, co- it, can she can coexist with them? Yeah, well, look, as I say, we're all sympathetic to wildlife, bird life and all the rest and we do have a problem with deers from time to time at, at Dowd and Townley Hall and that on the Slain Road and uh, we know that the government do bring in marksmen to uh, cull uh, the deers when they get out of population. Uh, it's not as easy and simple to, uh, uh, for a, a solution to this problem but somebody somewhere has to come up with it and I, I know that in some uh, places that they, can, they have addressed this issue in other uh, cities and towns in Europe. Uh, but we have to do something about it. It's not about litter. It's about the, the, seagull, uh, the seagulls uh, of, of Drada, the, the issue of problems of dirt. And ask anybody, the cost of cars alone and the scrat- scratches on cars, the problems well, you're blaming alone. The, you're blaming the bins, Michelle, though. You, you, think, you were saying it's the human behaviour is a part of this problem. Well, years ago in Drada, we would have had the the landfill site. And since the landfill site closed down, a lot of the, the, the birds moved into the town. So they're scavenging, you know, they're scavenging for food. That's what they're doing. And there is a lot of food in the area. And there is, you know, we, we know that Drada scores badly on um, 
on a litter problem, you know. So there is a lot of human activity and, you know, we can look at different measures that we can put on public buildings. If it's a private building, it's up to that person to put on their own uh, preventative measures to keep gulls away. I know some of the retail parks have loud noises um, imitating other gulls to try and deter it. But that actually in the urban gull report wasn't a deterrent, but there was still nests being okay. built around them. So, you know, we need to look at the evidence-based practices. What do they recommend? Not yeah. just yeah, you know, that's what we okay. go with. What well, are the M- best preventative measures? Mick is on the line as well. Mick, you, you got in contact about this. You've been listening to, to Frank and Michelle there. Do you agree with Michelle? Like, we just need to learn to coexist with the seagulls. Well, to an extent, uh, but I, I think, um, you know, that's, uh, like, it is a, it's a major problem. And, like, I agree with some of the points that Michelle is making. Uh, that you know that uh, we should try and coexist, etc. But I think there needs to be a trial period, and maybe give it six months. You know, the the, the laying season starts probably next March or April or whatever. And if there isn't any marked improvement, well, then I don't think there's any option but uh, to call the the birds. Now, you know, I agree. Um, the litter louting is a is a major issue. Um. There's probably a lack of bins. Um, there's, you know, gulls on roofs and all that sort of stuff as well. Uh, you know, and maybe a lot of the measures that uh, Michelle has mentioned there would be very helpful. But, like, ultimately, um, you know, I'd give the council a period of maybe six months. And if there isn't a marked change, well, then uh, there's going to have to be... Um, uh, Culling. There's no other option. Have you ever any because, experience like, as, as with them? The previous councillor said it's been going on for years, and nothing has happened. So uh, you know, bring on all these measures now, mm. and uh, let's see uh, what progress can be made. But like, if the problem is every bit as bad in six months' time, well then, what, what other option is there but to call them? Yeah. Unfortunately, have you ever had an experience? I did. Yeah. What yeah. Happened? I had it up on. Well, look, it was not, look, it wasn't major. I was doing a bit of running up and tracking in, in uh, Drada, and uh, you know there was one swooping down at me all the time as I was running along, etc. You know, uh, but like no, it didn't. It didn't hit me or anything like that. But like it was very intimidating, and it would be sort of somewhat off-putting to <laughs> go back and do a bit of training up there as a result. You know. Aina uh, Lilana is a wildlife expert. Mick is with us as well. Um, is there any solution, Aina? Yes, I've been listening to all this talk now, and I was thinking if I was listening to this from Mars or listening to this from outer space or someplace, and I was looking at this dispassionately, and I'm, I'm actually from County Loud, so I have great sympathy for the people of Drogheda, so don't get me wrong. But I'm just thinking the gulls have no food anymore, as they explained, the trawlers out and throwing discards and fishing has changed. The gulls need food. If there was no food in Drogheda for them, there wouldn't be any gulls in Drogheda. End of story. There wasn't so the coming to go shopping. No, 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 no. So therefore, what food are they getting? They're getting food from bins and also people are walking around the street eating chips, eating ice cream, food in their hands. So there's huge, if the gulls don't stop doing this, we have to kill the gulls. 
But the thing is, if people don't stop littering, so why is the emphasis not on zero tolerance of any litter in the town, full stop? If there was no food, they wouldn't come because birds are not going to go shopping in pieces. You know, they're not going to walk up and down pieces doing their shopping. So if there's no food, so therefore there should be zero tolerance of any litter, any bins with no lids, anything like that. Starve them out of it. It's Mm. simple. That's, that's a fair point though Michelle isn't it like you're a member of the council so is it just you know zero tolerance approach is what's required this, that'll actually solve this yeah well look it's a difficult policing um, you know the littering that's, that's one of the, the most difficult things um, but I mean every citizen should be very much aware it's a it's an ongoing highlighted issue that we're constantly bringing to, uh, to the people that littering is a huge issue in Drogheda and, you know, this is now compounded by seagulls, you know, constantly foraging for food. It happens in other areas as well. It's not just Drogheda. Um, but look, it's human activity. People, we have a good nightlife uh, economy and uh, people come out at nighttime and they're eating takeaways. And again, it gets dirty again. So it does. So it, it's very difficult to police no littering whatsoever. Um, but human activity is part of the issue. So, you know, Aina's right. Will you be attending this meeting, Michelle, on Monday? Um, well, just to clarify as well that, you know, Frank isn't a, a sitting councillor, just uh, if it wasn't clear there. Um, and I didn't get an invite to the meeting. I didn't know about it until recently. So um, I'll, I'll see if I'm free to attend it. Yeah. It's, not, it's not that you think it's over the top, though. It's a little bit over top considering I haven't really received many complaints about it. It's an ongoing issue over the last couple of years. Um, I think, you know, there, there's a lot maybe the council can be doing as well. It's just cleaning up. We brought it up on Monday at the meeting, you know, our sculptures and our park benches, you know, place, places where people are eating are covered in uh, bird droppings as well. They need to be kept clean um, as well. Is, so the council does have a role to play in that. Yeah. If, Frank, like, is there a need then for this meeting or is it sort of creating hysteria that's not even there? Oh, there's no hysteria at all. Um, uh, what we're doing is um, addressing this issue, want to hear what uh, people have to say, and want to have a space. We're here in Drada. We see the issue on a daily basis. It's it's not necessarily all down to litter. The, the, the boards, naturally enough, are hungry, and I would appeal to people uh, in the town not to be feeding uh, the, 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 the um, seagulls in the uh, centre of the town. And it, it's a big issue. And it, it has to be addressed. Well, Michelle thinks it's over the top. The, the government, it's not one bit over that. That's, that's, that's fake news. No, that's not true. <laughs> all you have to do is come down here. Is it fake uh, news, sea, Michelle? There are seagulls Sorry, all over the town. There are seagulls all over the, t- uh, the town. There's an invasion has been over the last uh, 10 years. And we're here and no, nothing has been done. So let the minister come to Drada. Let him see the situation. Let him address it. Don't confuse the issue with litter. Naturally enough, bins and all the rest, it's, it's, one of the, it's, it's the biggest uh, town or city in, in, in the country and uh, uh, there's a lot of people in Drada and uh, you can understand that the bins being um, full all the time and all that. But that's, the problem is that they're here and there's, there's just so many, we can't cope with it. Even well, Michelle, above, can I just above, bring Michelle in, Frank? The, 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 How is it uh, Michelle no, sorry, hasn't uh, had any complaints about it then? Well, she, I don't know. She well, probably Michelle has her sun, sunglasses, there. Sun, sunglasses on. I don't know. But Michelle, I, I'll tell you. Michelle, are you, are you, are you, are you yeah. is it fake news? 
start to say, no, 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 maybe um, maybe Frank has received complaints. I just know as Mary Drahada, who was a very, very active, uh, very visual focused mayor um, who was working. I'm working on the Looking Good Drahada campaign. I'm doing litter picks every month down in Drahada and I haven't received complaints uh, about them attacking anybody. It doesn't seem to be a huge burning issue in the town. There's much more burning issues that could be addressed, uh, you know, you know, whether it's through our health services, um, our traffic management, so many other things that are really important in Drogheda. Um, the seagulls, I, obviously I do do uh, sympathise with people who, you know, as I say, my parents are one of those people who, you know, when they, they go to their car, they're, you know, liable to be attacked. But my parents do take very much, uh, you know, a conservation and, you know, we all have to coexist together and it is what it is. They keep their area nice and clean and tidy. It's nothing to do with that. Um, but um, we just had seagulls living here for the last, as Frank says, over 10 years. Yeah. Uh, it is evident okay. uh, in it. It's, we're a large urban town. We're along the coast. Um, and I do take Aina's point in that no littering, but human being as they are you know it's it's an ongoing issue yeah t- t- texting from from one listener here who, who just very simply says i actually think we, we should we need a minister for seagulls that's the that's the solution that's required lunchtime live with andrea gilligan weekdays at midday on news talk we're talking about the plague of seagulls. I was half laughing when I read that message. Aina Nilauna, uh, wildlife expert, is still with us on the programme. And I, I was laughing before the break there, but do we need, as this texter says, a minister for the birds? Well, we have him. I mean, he's the minister for the environment. The environment includes the birds. I mean, what would he be doing in the winter time when there were no birds? No, this, this, this thing is very simple. You can't reason with seagulls. They're starving. They want food. You can reason with people. Why are people providing them with food? I don't know why this man that was on Frank is accepting the fact that litter is a fact of life in God. It's not. It shouldn't be. I mean, why are other cities and towns around the coast not inundated with seagulls? Why are the people of Arklow and Wicklow not given out about it? But well, they're you know, always I mean, given out in parts of Dublin. Zero, to zero tolerance of, 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 of food for seagulls. That's what it is, food for seagulls. If you put out food for seagulls and they attack you, well, the seagulls are taking the law into their own hands. What can Malcolm Newland do? I mean, how is he going to call them? They'll all be given out if they shoot the seagulls and they fall dead on top of them. I mean, you know, I mean, the thing is, stop them breathing by having no food for them. Let them go off somewhere else. Uh, Texter says the seagull problem is so bad that they often descend on Trim in County Meath and it's not even a coastal town. Well, they have to get in food there too. They don't come for nothing. They're not coming to, they're not coming on their holidays. They're looking for food and if they can find litter, it's one salutary exercise with bins and we see them all the time overloaded, people getting bags of chips and throwing the rest into the birds. It's our behaviour that's causing this and we have to change our behaviour. We can't start, I mean, we can't kill cull the seagulls, more of them will come. I mean, it's not unless you make them extinct. I mean, culling is not the answer, actually. What about that, Jack? Jack is on the line with us in me then. Uh, Jack, do you think we should just learn to coexist? Oh, yeah, but a lot of what in has to say about that is, is, is correct because I was down in Leytown only a couple, a couple of weeks back only to see somebody actually feeding the gulls on, on, on the, the green in the housing estate. So that that, that is happening. And as for Drogheda, Drogheda is... It, has a major problem with with litter, and maybe if the bins were were maybe slightly big and collected a little bit more often, 
you know, the situ- with the situation there at the time of the flaws, where voluntary uh, work, uh, there was a lot of volunteers, in fact, cleaned up the town, cleaned up the alleyways, places, in fact, that hadn't been visited in years, and cleaned up all of that. And all they got was, was grief from, from officialdom, uh, who's more or less, I suppose, because it showed up what they weren't, weren't doing. Okay. So it's just the human behaviour then? It is, of course yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. Of course but, it is. I mean, you're t- you know, this, this business of a minister for the boards, that definitely is for the boards. Anne is on the line. Anne, what's your experience? I went for a, a walk on Leighton Beach and there's a great chip shop there and I bought a bag of chips just before I walked and about 20 seagulls, they were really vicious and they all attacked me all at once. For these and they were flying in and swooping. I had to bend down. In the end, I just gave them the end of the disaster. You just gave them the chips? Yeah, it was just a disaster. I just I couldn't. They were, they were swooping so low, I had to bend down. And were you were you okay? Like they were, they were vicious. They were really vicious. Like I know, and I, I, I and I'm not. I'm, I, like I, it's, I know I've had people on the show before talking about being genuinely. Um, Hurst, you know, and it is, like it is frightening. Oh, it was very frightening, but uh, I was I was trying to laugh about it, but it was scary. I know, at the time, I know it's in hindsight. I suppose it's yeah, you know, and I know it sort of sounds half ridiculous the concept of a, a minister for the birds, but <laughs> we could do it one though up here. But you see, that's like you know, what, you know what what should Anne do there in that case? You see, you're looking at it the wrong way around. Anne took a bag of chips outside where there were seagulls who had been trained to eat chips by peeping feeding them on the beach. And the seagull said, go to hear somebody else with a bag of chips. And she should have sat inside in the chipper and eaten her chips indoors because of the situation, because people are feeding them. You know, we're looking at it the wrong way around. We're trying to be, you know, and the Minister for the Birds, we have a Minister for the National Parks and Wildlife Service. We already have the man there. So, I mean, there's no such thing as giving a minister a job just for birds and nothing else. I mean, that's an absurd suggestion. So, I mean, we have them already. But, I mean, don't go outside eating food and expect the birds won't attack you when other people go outside with food and feed the same birds. Pa- Pavel, you got in touch. Why? You can hear us okay, Pavel. Yeah, yeah. I just missed that first part. So, you, you why did you get in contact about this? You've been listening yeah, to this so, discussion. So, I was listening and it kind of um, shocked me a little bit that the solution that people are coming up with is to kill the birds like why are we villainizing the birds it's not it's not their fault that they're in land now there's obviously less fish out in the waters where they're used to eating it's way easier to get food in towns such as i live in dublin and there is lots and lots of seagulls picking picking rubbish picking apart bin bags but it's not it's not their fault. There should just be more bins. Mm. And generally, as I believe, if there is bins around, people will generally walk whatever, a few meters, 10 meters to a bin to put it in the bin. But if there's not a bin in sight, the people who don't care are just going to throw it on the ground. Or if there's an overloaded bin that's not been em- emptied for ages, it's just going to be stacked beside it. And it's just, it's easy pickings for them. Like, obviously, you know, they're not coming here with, um, you know, like bad intentions and trying to ruin people's lives. You know, they're just trying to survive. And this planet is for them just as much as it is for us. And 
just because we don't like what they're doing doesn't mean we should just start killing them. No? Another text in, even Pavel, as you're talking, the seagull population is out of control. It's getting worse year on year. A major call needs to happen urgently. Cars and walls and windows of houses, patios, driveways, all destroyed with the seagull poo. It's out of control, says this texter. Another listener, I live in Artain with a green outside and the seagulls are constantly there. At least three to four neighbours are feeding them, which means the rest of us have to live with it. We find it highly annoying. I do not want to coexist with these aggressive, noisy birds. And one out of five um, washes, clothes washing that I, I do, I have to redo. Uh, all down to seagull poo. I absolutely hate them at this stage. I don't mind seeing them out at sea, but I'm sick of them in the city and it's the people feeding them. Yeah, and that, that's that's the, the point, of, isn't it, of that text? Uh, it's the people feeding them in the greens. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.